On today's episode, COVID, six months on. You're listening to The First Three Knocks, a Masonic podcast in the District of York, where we discuss topics for the betterment of masonry. The opinions discussed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not represent the views of Grand Lodge or any other Masonic body. Now, here are your hosts. Good evening, brethren. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. We're back. What's going on? We're back. Wow. September 2020, six months on in COVID. And uh, we're, we're surviving and we're thriving. We're, we're doing we all right. We we're are. doing okay. Special uh, guest here tonight with us, we've got Brother Dennis Rollins, who is the Junior Warden at Maple Lodge. Senior Deacon. Senior Deacon. Soon to be Junior Warden. Yes. Ambitions. And and what he is ambitious to, ambitious to take that role, yes. 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 Um, and he's our uh, resident poet on our the resident podcast poet, and yeah. the district. There you go. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, my brothers. It's Thank good you. to see you. And of course, uh, myself, worshipful brother Bertelier, past master of the Rising Sun Lodge here in Aurora, Ontario. With and uh, your other co-host, uh, brother Gino Scovio, the junior warden of the Rising Sun Lodge here in Aurora as well. And brother Steve Sprott of Zeradatha Lodge in beautiful historic Uxbridge, Ontario. Yeah, I didn't take that from you this time. Yeah, we let you have that one. You made your own hat and everything. Like I said, they I got the hats. We, we got, earned uh, the right. We can't, <laughs> we can't compete anymore. Can't compete with this guy. He's, <laughs> he's making his own hats. I'm going to start uh, muting you guys every time you say when, beautiful. <laughs> when does for, the mayoral <laughs> race begin in Uxbridge? So, it's put on hold. I think they get to transfer it over until COVID's done. So uh, when COVID passes. Everybody's serving second terms right away. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's good to see you guys. I missed you, my brothers. We are in the Aurora Temple this evening. It's and, been a month uh, since we recorded last. Did too you know long. Yeah, <laughs> too August long. 4th, August 4th was the last time we, we released an episode. Yeah. So we have some catching up to do the here. Longest time we've been apart. Um, yeah. Just again, crazy lives, uh, schedules were tough. A lot of uh, personal things going on that uh, kept us going. School, getting ready to start again. And mm-hmm. who knows what the question marks with all that was. So again... It's been busy, but uh, we are so happy to be back in this beautiful building, this historic building in Aurora. And uh, yeah, I'm going to bleep that part let's out. Get it out. I know it is. <laughs> it's getting deep. What's new? What's new? <laughs> you guys having a good summer? Was it a good, uh, good time for you? Summer was great, and then all of a sudden, it decided to pack up and leave like last week because it's Instant. freezing. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. Hopefully, we have a little bit of a late, you know, uh, summer finish, if you will, or yeah. whatever you want to call it. But uh, I want some warm weather a little bit back, so. How about you, Brother Rawlings? How was your summer? Summer was interesting, to say the very least, uh, but uh, still good. We had one family member, uh, as I've said in the past, who uh, didn't do too well with COVID. Mm-hmm. Is, is in rehab right now, but still struggling. And uh, yeah, the children are doing good. One thing I do, I must say right now is, uh, is I miss the social media expose of all the children going back to school. I, I you know, <laughs> even my own children, yeah, getting them ready for that. Yeah, is my my wife is like, no, they're not, they're not going. Right, and my daughter's just going to university, so that uh, that's a little bit of a, a letdown. But uh, and she didn't get the prom. No, that, yeah. that one hurt too. So it's so, surreal to see all the uh, back to school pictures today, and all the you know the kids going back or starting preschool for the first time or something. You know, all dressed up with their backpacks and their masks. On. Oh. It's just 
My whole kids new world. This afternoon, yeah. uh, we found out about 10 minutes before we thought she was starting on Monday, or at least that's what I thought. Yeah. So my fail on sending her the right info. But it was funny because when uh, my wife got home, she goes, honey, you, and she's doing full-time online, mm-hmm. right? Grade 11. Yeah. Honey, you dressed up for school? She goes, no, mom, these are the pants I slept in. I just got dressed <laughs> from half up. So I, like I immediately thought of, you know, the, the first few Zoom meetings we had for our office and whatnot, or just, you know, trying yeah. to be looking good above the waist and <laughs> nobody knows what's up. So we had a, a good laugh at that. Yeah, my, my daughter Isis too, she she got all uh, done up for her university and getting on the Zoom yeah. calls and stuff. So that was nice. But good. again, you know, I, I just, uh, I feel for them. You yeah. Know, I do. You know, it's a, it, you, it, from a child's perspective and seeing everybody wearing masks and stuff, it must be a, a scary thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they, they had a lot taken away from them. Yeah. I mean, your, your oldest daughter, probably the most. Yeah. You know, I, again, she didn't get the, those experiences and she did incredible. She got schism, which is a special major or wealth in healthcare. She got a stamp and uh, the big seal. Nice. She got a bunch of honors and stuff. So, uh, yeah. And she's always done extremely well. And now she's going, uh, hopefully, uh, she'll keep the ambition and, and become that doctor. She says she's going to become good. So, yeah, good. The path I mean, continues. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She gets that from her mom <laughs> guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed there's hope yeah guaranteed yeah. there's hope her mom's a genius so that part is good well we good. can always go back i know it's not the same experience but when we're able to do more things be more social let's have those proms for those kids let's oh, have those yeah. parties let's for celebrate sure. all the things we weren't able to in crowds you know yeah, yeah. again i can't wait for that day to come back we're, we're getting there slowly we're getting there slowly but we still have to be, I think, uh, conscious of everybody else. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and what we need to do to make sure, you know, of that. I mean, we just had uh, some devastating news of my wife's um, dad passed away. Uh, it was a while ago, but we just found out. But again, there was nothing Make that nobody could have done if we were yeah. able to do anything at that time. So it's just what we all have to live through, right? Yes. And we're all Definitely. in it together. Yes. That's one thing for sure. Definitely. Yeah, the Stoics would tell us we need to endure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely, Definitely. right? Yeah. I mean, again, we were talking about this outside. The challenges we've all faced for 2020. Man, we're going to be rock stars come 2021. That's <laughs> the way I see it, right? So, Yeah, I think, uh, I think things are moving along. We're, we're all getting through and uh, making adjustments. Uh, our, our two daughters are going back tomorrow, their first day. And they're physically going to school. Oh, so okay. they're going to be uh, in their cohorts. But, um, you know, we've had to have a few talks about some perseverance and some flexibility and doing things a little bit different than they have in the past. So uh, we'll see how they fare, so to speak. Yeah, the world's definitely going to be changed. I think for the most part, there are some good things about it, maybe a little cleaner. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah, absolutely. A little more conscious about that. That's uh, that's for sure. I'm not even allowed in the house until I go shot. Like, to walk (laughs) around, I got to go straight to the shower, straight after. That wasn't always that way for you? No. Like, now (laughs) it's like, you can't, minute you go straight to the shower. I'm like, okay. We had a handshake, and then he immediately took out his uh, hand sanitizer he sprayed and sprayed us all me down. down. Yeah, so that's sure. the new norm, and that's yeah. you know what? That's ex- I, I'll take it if it yeah. allows me to shake your hand and for give sure. you a hug. Oh yeah, long overdue and missed. I, spray me down with whatever it is. I, I carry it with me because I would never want to be the one that got anybody <laughs> yeah. sick. You know what I mean? So let me make sure. Right here, here. It's the best. Well, like I said, we are getting through it. We yeah. are managing. We are thriving. I mean, in my business, the real estate market here in Toronto, uh, just outside the G, is just killing it right now, which is just nothing we saw coming mm-hmm. uh, and definitely nothing that they suggested was going to be at this point from when COVID started. So, 
You know what? Are I you think... saying that nobody had a crystal ball to figure this uh, all I wish. out? I wish. <laughs> might have sold a house or two with you because that's what I tell all my clients. I wish I had a crystal ball to tell you exactly yeah. what to put down, what contingencies to place, and the how reaction. much to put in there. And now <laughs> these days it's just crazy nuts. So yeah. uh, if you find that crystal ball, definitely. Yeah, well, always, always searching. <laughs> yeah. I've got one in my office for forecasting, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Does I, can, it? I can tell you. It's always perpetually wrong. That's <laughs> all it is. Sprotty, how about yourself? How's, uh, how's the summer been for you, buddy? Well, uh, I've been keeping busy. I took on a lot of projects. I think I've talked about it on the show uh, before. I took on a lot of projects over... I was off work for a couple of months and, and just... You know, I'm, I'm someone that always has to be busy and always doing something. So uh, I started a lot of projects and then abruptly started going back to work. And I had all these projects on the go. So I was starting to burn out a little <laughs> bit. But <laughs> no, I'm all caught up now. And um, one of the great projects that I was fortunate enough to take on was a um, project with brother Dennis Rawlings here yeah and uh which you can elaborate on a bit yeah. I mean you're not on the show very often I'll give you the mic <laughs> thanks thanks brother um yeah no we uh we did some work we we spoke to each other he like he said he took a little bit of a lull with work and so he was uh he was open to start being creative so we uh we marched forward and started working on a project with uh with poetry and uh speaking about the the landscape of the world, the good days and the bad days that are before us, and you know, hopefully, uh, finding some harmony mm -hmm. and unity. And uh, we've processed forward on that. We we hit a little bit of a snag, and uh, one of uh, my mentors, uh, right worshipful Scott Rickman, he uh, directed us in a in a way to move forward and work with that indefatigable exertion yeah. <laughs> and do more. <laughs> and uh, so we did, and uh, we marched forward, and we put some more work in, and it looks like we're, we're getting to a finished product, and we're both extremely excited about that. Very excellent. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That should be out in uh, about a, well, next week sometime. Definitely. We'll, we'll have, have it posted all over the place on our Instagram and Facebook, and uh, I'm really excited about it. I know you guys have seen a sneak peek yeah. of it. I think it'll, I mean, Dennis is so talented with his poetry. He's oh, been yeah. on, the, on the podcast before. And I mean, you know, with all due respect, I, I, it's our project. It, it, I'm nothing if he didn't take the eye and, and make it shine on me. So his great talent obviously will shine through in his, in his work and his directing. And he's done fabulous work. It's, it's really, really remarkable to see the transition shots. You'll see yeah. those. And yeah. I love the way he did it, you know, and it was his eye. And he said, okay, come on, let's go this way. And, <laughs> you know, and I'm going to okay, no, no, let's go. And he's spinning around and he's got the camera. I'm like, okay. You know? I didn't boss uh, you around that much. No, yeah. no, no. It was beautiful. It, was, it, it took was us perfect. a while to understand what Steve's eye or, or his, his talents my, on, yeah. on my the artistic mixer. Vision. Absolutely. And I mean, we have full trust in him. He's, he's yeah. fantastic. He's so talented. Yeah, and we, 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 we've got to make sure that he, he takes the credit, you know, yes. because yeah. he'll stand in the back and take no credit at all. And he'll give it all. Like, well, I don't shared, want it. That's not, that's not what I do it for. No, right? so no, like, no, no. I've but, shared your little sneak uh, peeks to yeah. some of the brethren in our WhatsApp group because that's all we have going on these days. No meetings. And uh, a lot of them are looking forward to it. They, yeah. Uh, it's got such a professional, crisp yeah. um, movie theatrical edge to it. Deep and then meaning. your mm -hmm. poetry is, again, fantastic. And it, it gives me goosebumps. All I the think time, we work so. well together because we have kind of a, a very similar image. I mean, he's got his poetry and I can kind of visualize that, especially when he gives some perspective. Sometimes I don't always know what his poetry 
alludes to, right? Like it's it's very deep his poetry. Yeah. yeah. So if he kind of I can play off, he he sits down and and talks me through a little bit of it and what he what he his images, and then we can expand and kind of snowball it from there. That's brilliant. But it's been good. Definitely love it. I think we'll have a. a a lot of other projects in the future as well together. That would be uh, amazing. And the one thing I, I keep getting is people think we, we, we actually did a movie. I'm really anticipating this. I'm When's like, the premiere? Well, we put out a teaser yeah. and it's, it's pretty cinematic, you that's know, it's, it's kind of moody and it's outside of the rising sun here and yeah. it's got some, some nice shots of the lodge and him walking up and opening the door. This is good. Yeah, I gotta see what's going and, on. And we didn't put any context to it. It's just, we just put like coming soon. Yeah. yeah. So nobody a proper has any teaser without giving uh, it all away, poetry. and then it just looks like again top notch <laughs> yeah, quality. Sharp. I seen somebody on the Instagram say, "What is this?" <laughs> and then uh, and, and brother Steve goes, "It's a teaser." <laughs> That's what I said. That's <laughs> what it's meant now, to be. <laughs> you think we can get the opening for Johnny Royal's uh, release, and maybe we'll put uh, Dennis up there first? Oh, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, we got to travel to California, of course, but uh, uh, we'll figure nice. that out when we're able to. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the trips we got to make. And yeah. uh, I don't know how much information Johnny Royal has put out there, but it's public knowledge that he's working on a uh, American Shriners movie. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hopefully we can make it down for the premiere of that if he'll have us. So uh, Yeah, that'd be great. Johnny, if you're listening, we'd, we'd love an invitation. <laughs> and let's hope that border opens up soon so we can get across oh, yeah. it. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. When it's safe to do so. Yeah. Well, we uh, we have a lot going on since the last time we spoke. I think we got a little bit of fan mail here, don't we, Gino? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I was blown away. Uh, I really was. Again, COVID, um, uh, through COVID and through our real lockdown, um, we went on a little bit of a push to sell some of our sponsor lapel pins that uh, we got here at the first three knocks. And we've uh, almost sold, I think there's like five more of the lot that we have out for Something you know, like our, that, yeah. our sponsors. Um, uh, one of these fellas, uh, his name is Bob White, um, out of California, uh, ordered a pin, big fan of ours. He was emailing a little bit here and there and he kept saying that uh, did you check your mail yet? <laughs> and again, you know, because we're, we're mailing pins out, everything here in, in Canada Post was telling me it should normally take three to five business days to arrive, but because of the overwhelmingness and just the backlog, expect it more like three weeks. So I kept telling him, listen, I know you've sent something. It's simple mail, should arrive soon, you know, and I think it was like four weeks in total. And I got another email, are you sure you haven't received it? I hope it didn't get lost. Anyways. We got this awesome handwritten note. Uh, Brother G, thanks so much for the F3K pin. Looks great, can't wait to wear it to Lodge. Uh, please enjoy these little uh, tokens of uh, thanks. And uh, for a little pin that we sent to him, he sent us two awesome, awesome challenge coins and I think a Lodge mm. pin from where he's at. So uh, Brother Bob White, thank you so much. Uh, we're gonna literally battle these, uh, battle it out to the death to mm -hmm. see who gets what, or actually I think what we're gonna do is just start a collection of F3K gifts that yeah, we get back. I think so. And uh, you know, proudly display them because they're they're fantastic. Well, one day, uh, I mean, we are a, a, a traveling podcast, but one day we hope to have a space where we can, you know, plant everything and have our, our yeah. little studio we'll somewhere and, and hopefully we'll, we'll start a little display. I mean, we've received a few cool gifts. Uh, yeah. You know, our first one being that plaque, our first the three. The plaque was yeah, awesome. First three knocks. Calgary, uh, right? Alberta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just, it's been, it's been fun. I think with our little bit of time off here because of our schedules and everything going on, 
Um, we've been getting a lot of, uh, I'm going to call it fan mail. Uh, you know, I'm not going to blow my head up here, but it's been awesome to get the amazing emails we've received as of late. Um, I think it's more of a, Hey guys, we miss you. Get your asses back in the damn studio <laughs> and start recording more. Yeah. But they're all really nice gestures. And so again, all, all you guys out there that have taken some time out of your busy lives these days to just, you know, thank us for what we do. Um, and just share what has kind of struck to you to, to stick out and it's amazing yeah, it and this is what we're means doing a for, lot. Right? Uh, we, we got some fan mail uh, two days ago and it was great it was, uh, sorry I can't remember the brother's name so sorry if you're listening but uh, yeah he came in and he said how much he's an EA and he got initiated right before you know the shutdown mm. and he enjoys listening to the podcast being out of lodge and yeah. um, I wrote him back saying you know we really appreciate these comments more than you know because you know, we sit around these mics and we're kind of in our own little bubble and we right. don't really get to interact as much as you think with kind of our audience. Um, you know, we see our stats on, on the podcast and see the numbers, but we're not putting names or faces to these people that are, are listening in. So it's nice to receive that feedback, um, even if it's just a quick yeah. email or an Instagram uh, direct message. And it's just nice to hear. We from always people. kept that open door with our, our listeners too, right? Like you guys want to hear stuff. You want us to talk about stuff. You want us to try to find, you know, those amazing uh, guys that are giving us these education pieces. Just reach out. I think tonight you even put something out on Instagram, kind of giving uh, our fan base uh, or our listeners some kind of, what do you want to hear? We're, we're getting back to studio. So yeah, I put know? a question out. Honestly, uh, I think I put it out a little too late because we haven't gotten too many responses. Not a lot of people have seen the story yet. So <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I probably should have sent that out this morning to collect some, uh, some questions. Well, it's not but. too late. Like you said, even if you send us some notes as to what you want to hear, uh, you know, ask yeah. whatever the questions are. Even show um, ideas. Believe it or not, yeah. we don't have a long list of show ideas. We usually think of them right on the spot. Like we, we came in tonight and it's like, hey, what do you guys want to do this show? <laughs> so as much well, as it seems like it's put to together. To be fair, we are planners. <laughs> However, with COVID, we've had yeah, a lot of restrictions just trying yeah. to get out yeah. and, and get people in, in studio and whatnot. Yeah, so. we do like to get those people in and interview people and yeah. make it more dynamic and interesting. But just lately, it's been a little bit of a difficult task to achieve. Well, onward we go. Exactly. Onward yep. we go. Absolutely. Yep. We, uh, Brother Sprott here received an excellent letter from a friend of his who is not a Mason. So this is actually non-Masonic hmm. education, but would like to read this. But the way that that's written it, he should be a Mason. He should be a Mason. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll let the audience judge once they hear this. But this is a letter that comes from Kevin Block, who is a master Aikido instructor, uh, Hanshi. Uh, professor of psychology at St. Clair College. I think um, it was past, um, I, you don't say past master, but past professor. Past professor. <laughs> I don't professor. know if he's still at St. Clair, but uh, yeah. Well, there you go. So he's, he, he knows a couple of things. That's what, uh, that's what we know. And this is called Taking Action to Create a New Normal. I think this is well-timed and considering we're six months on here in COVID and, and working our way through some of the challenges. So this is a, a well-timed letter and many thanks to uh, Kevin Block for sending this in. Many experts in the field of psychology have been correlating the pandemic experience to a grieving process. Many of us understand how feelings of grief or sadness can often surprise us when they pop into our days. Many of us have been experiencing unexpected downtimes. Some people are frustrated, panicked, overloaded by stress, while others take all this in stride or have no real significant emotional unbalancing. But one of the more common responses people are experience, experiencing is sadness 
as they recognize the long-haul nature of living through a pandemic. These pandemic blues are real and should be dealt with. When you experience any kind of blues, do not ignore them. Unprocessed emotion is like a weight you carry around in your mind and heart. It can last years, even decades, and quietly eat at you. Find the space to process what you are experiencing. Emotions affect productivity in all forms of life, and human productivity is rarely consistent. It's more likely your performance at home, work, and play is coming in peaks and valleys during this time. Work within this reality. Give yourself the time you need to recharge or surge, depending on how you feel. These are not the easiest of times, yet there are many opportunities to grow. Let go, improve, and find out more about yourself and others. To be your best, stay in the moment and pay attention. I like that. One way to grow and develop is to be observant and stay consciously aware of your surroundings. When you are out and about, pay attention to the level of diversity and detail around you. Observe how people interact with each other. Observe how others respond to you and other people around them. Observe the difference in actions and reactions to the same situation. Observe who is doing well in these situations and who is not. Try to discover ways to help make things better for yourself and maybe even for them. One of the best kinds of observation is observing yourself. Pay attention to your thoughts and reactions, particularly during tense or stressful situations with other people. Ask yourself if you could do better by taking a moment to put yourself in their, in their shoes. As the old saying goes, there, but for the grace of God, go I. How would you want someone to interact with you if you were the other person? Think, how would I want me to communicate with me? Invariably, this brings out much more sympathy and even better, empathy. This allows you to better connect with others and move towards a much more harmonious conclusion to the situation. Observing our surroundings helps us start to see what is hidden or not obvious, and sometimes this approach will allow us to notice what seemed obvious to others, but that we were not paying attention to. This is invaluable on many levels. When we notice how others behave and react, and more importantly, how we behave and react, we start to notice things of which we were previously unaware. With the kind information that you will gather, you will have a better picture of personal and group behaviors in your daily sphere and be much more effective at dealing with them. It is very much in your best interest to get curious. The more curious you are, the more likely you are to learn and retain information that will help you navigate this new world better. To do that, take conscious action. Be a leader and foster more collaboration, engagement, and creativity in the world around you. It all starts with waking up and widening your view to the hidden resource everywhere. The impact of the pandemic has been su substantial in our society. It is impossible to return to normal after the turmoil of, of the past months. Our pre-virus existence had many normalized social ills with a fraying of community and disconnection between so many. When we take the time to better understand, we realize that we have so much more in common with others than we have differences. 
For many, life before the pandemic was a haze of busyness, moving from one thing to do to the next, rarely pausing to reflect on the value of our common humanity and what our common desires are. A powerful approach to this new world is to realize that we are being given the opportunity to author a new, better future. Out of destruction comes the opportunity for greater reformation. But we need more than just good intentions. Honor your intentions with action. Practice optimism as much as you can. As we all prepare for the fall, challenge yourself on how you can bring more community and more humanity to your home, social, and work environment. One of the best ways to ingrain new behaviors and make them more natural and automatic is to be consistent with those behaviors. This is a conscious choice and we need to keep reminding ourselves about it. Be a leader in making those choices a part of your new normal. It is your life and you are responsible for your emotional state and behavior. Although we can complain that it was others that put us in a particular state, those emotions come from us. If we act like we are not involved and expect the world around us to devote itself to our happiness, we will be sorely disappointed, as so many are. True personal power comes from accepting that our emotions are ours and we are part of how and why they exist. It is our life. No one can eat or sleep for us. So why do we expect others to do things to make our emotions more to our liking? Take responsibility for your emotions and take action to put yourself in the best place. Expecting others to make us happy takes away our personal power, giving it to them. Usually others neither want nor accept this responsibility for your emotional state. So if you are expecting them to do this on your behalf and do not get involved to work on your emotional state yourself, you will find the world much more cold, dark, uncaring, lonely, disappointing, and frightening. Consistency is indeed a challenge when it comes to emotions. It is difficult to take responsibility for your emotions and try to manage them. It is easy to find daily examples of people who come up with a whole litany of reasons why they should not be responsible for their emotional state and behavior. It is always the fault of someone else or something else. In this way, one does not have to change or accept any undue burden about their emotions, and so will not change. They believe it is the responsibility of others to change, not them. Change is often difficult, and personal change is one of the hardest forms. Yet self-management is critical in this moment so we can be the best for ourselves and others. Do not ignore your emotions. Pay attention to them as they give you insight into what you need to do to best lead yourself. Turn inward and be aware of your emotions. If you are scared, ask yourself what you need for security. If you are anxious, find a practice that will calm your mind. If you are at peace, share with others what is contributing to your well-being. If you are invigorated, use this period to develop further your creativity. There is neither a perfect leader nor a perfect response to this time in our lives. Yet, if we all continue to grow, we all 
we will all be in a better place to lead ourselves and others through this viral disruption that has come into all our lives. Wow. Well said. Absolutely. That was incredible. Very Masonic and very Stoic. Yeah. It was a culmination of uh, Masonic principles and Stoicism. sure he's not a Mason? (laughs) Not that I know of. I mean, he could be, but I think he would have mentioned that when I emailed him if we could uh, read this on the show. Yeah. No, that's that's a brilliant piece of work. But it it comes back to uh, when Brother Molina was on uh, and, you know, self-auditing yourself Mm -hmm. and taking an inventory and, uh, you know, knowing thyself. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the one piece that struck me in that uh, excellent piece of work is responsibility. Uh, Gino, you and I were talking about it before we came on the show tonight around responsibility. And it seems to me that that is the biggest opportunity our society has is to take responsibility for what you control. Yeah. That's what I hear in those words. Yeah, absolutely. How about you? Yeah, again, I mean, I'm listening to the words that uh, were written here, and number one, very Masonic in a lot of the principles of betterment and being accountable and looking for just that better way to fix yourself, which then works beyond your own borders to your family, to your home, to your community, your society, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, this, this is right down the alley of what we're all facing in life these days the many challenges that we are dealing with that are beyond our control. So do we stay at home in the fetal position and cry (laughs) or do we get up, put our pants on, you know, hopefully a shirt as well and (laughs) just challenge yourself to take the strides, you know, take that nice walk. Um, Find the fall beauty that is Mm. now upon us in September. You know, we talked about it earlier, the things that are so clean now, you know, Finding those little beauties amongst mm-hmm. the chaos, because uh, they're there, they're very much there. Yeah, brother Rawlings, uh, you're you're a deep thinker. Your thoughts on on that piece? You no, know, it really resonated when he said, you know, that the happiness is an impermanent thought. Mm-hmm. Right for me, that that's a big thing because, I mean, if you're always looking to find other people to make you happy, you're, you're never gonna be there. And if we were always always happy, we would look weird. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would want to be yeah, around you like, very much. This guy, yeah, I don't know if I'd like that happy. society. Yeah. Is he going to stop smiling? <laughs> What's his problem? Right. So, yeah. I, and I, I, uh, it sounded almost like he was saying, "Out of uh, the chaos comes order." A line as well, mm-hmm. right? So uh, that was uh, that was very well said. And your reading is always beautiful. Yeah. You, you read Thank so you. well, so well. I, I couldn't do that. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> yes, no, no. I, if I could study it and and read it many times, and then, but the way you read it, just on spot, uh, well, is beautiful. I came in with the printed paper and I just handed it. You're reading this today. Study very, 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 very well read. Yeah, very, well. very well. No, it's a great piece. Fantastic, work. absolutely. Yeah, and uh, Kevin Block has uh, also sent me a, a few other pieces like this, and it, it's great stuff that could be read in lodges, education pieces, mm-hmm. or you know, on the podcast. So. Um, yeah, maybe we'll, we'll bring in a couple more of his pieces and, and read them on the show. Excellent. Well, we're supposed to, well, we were supposed to in September be back to our normal yes. state of masonry here in Ontario. And of course, again, we have a, a slight delay in, in returning at the moment till the end of October. But this time with a lot of emphasis on get your virtual lodges uh, up and running as far as sharing uh, social uh, social time with your brethren or more importantly, education, because 
there's nothing else we can do. What are you guys doing with your lodges? I mean, we have three different lodges representing right here at this table right now. Uh, Worshipful Brother Sapol actually reached out to me tonight and told me to bring it up uh, with respect to a uh, maybe a virtual friend to friends oh, kind yeah. of night because uh, I, I uh, posted a, a speech that I, I had gotten to do for the uh, the Grand Master and the Grand Lodge of Canada in the province of Ontario. It was, uh, it was a great moment for myself, but after I posted it, I put down ask one to be one, right? And next thing you know, everybody's asking, asking yeah, and everybody <laughs> wants, awesome. yeah. So I'm getting uh, quite a few uh, responses from that, which is nice. And then we were talking, and it was, you know, well, what if they're not in your district? Well, we can find somebody who they can go to in one of the other districts and start to help out because, with the time being that we've had away, uh, the membership is obviously something that we have not really focused on. So maybe we can, you know, and again, that's another reason why uh, both me and Brother Steve Sprott, we, we work together was, you know, we're, we're, we're not really in Lodge, but how can we be of service in some way, do something, Absolutely. right? Something to give back, right? And despite what others think, there are a million ways to be, you know, promoting the craft right now and, and talking to people about the craft or being involved in the craft. You, you don't have to be in the building. Remember, the lodge is the group of men, not the building. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different ways. Like I said, taking on all these projects, they've all been almost Masonic projects, all of them, right? So, you know, you don't have to sit idling. No. And uh, again, one of the one of the most beautiful things that I read in my I've gotten to read a lot of books. So that's, that's really good. Uh, but one of the most beautiful things I read was is, is that charity being a big part of Freemasonry, the actual word in Latin and, and in Greek uh, is love. So, oh, it, wow. yeah, it means love, right? Yeah. So like your child, your child can't buy the bike, right? So you love your child, you give charity, right? Oh. And you buy the bike for your child, right? So it, it's love. So when you give yourself or give your time or give your love, that's the charity you're giving. So it's, uh, it's something, uh, there is a, a meaning behind giving and, uh, and giving that love to the brothers and to people so that they can find the right path. If they're uh, maybe um, going down a wrong path, they can find the right path. And if you can shed that light, and amazing that's awesome and again just to help with what you guys are already going to in, in that respect of what if they're not from our district i mean mm -hmm. we have guys that reach out to us in our show from different parts of the world amen yeah. we don't know where, where but we certainly try to find at least a grand lodge find that out. might Very be nice. where they can be directed so yeah, you know i applaud that effort because it's really promoting the craft yeah. and and again i've been on some of the education pieces that have been going on since the the shutdown and there's been um, a few of them where there have been a lot more public uh, or maybe a good portion of maybe 30% that are just curious about the craft. And then here you are sitting amongst brethren uh, and the general public, and they're really getting yeah. a lot of good information. Beautiful. Uh, so it goes back to the, the, the I guess, what essay or, or uh, words that this nice gentleman put together you know, stop being idle when you have the time to do the things. Now's the time. You said you took on so many projects and whatnot. Like now is the time that I think we could have got our whole house in order mm. and, and gave yourself that concept of that planning ahead, the strategic planning that we've been doing mm. now to just kind of raise awareness in communities yeah. and public and whatnot. Um, and this is when we have like, we don't have our lodge business. We don't have the ritual we can do that we love to do. Now's the time we can really highlight these pieces and really bring masonry to the forefront. So when you return to Lodge, when we all return to Lodge for that first time, what can you look back on COVID and say it was achieved for masonry? 
right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. as something as simple as yeah. painting the lodge room or, mm-hmm. you know, making it a better experience by, by touching up the lodge room or yeah. coming in and, you know, whatever it is, right? Like there's little tiny things. It doesn't have to be going out and getting 50 new applicants. No. Mm-hmm. It's just what, what can you do to cr- create a better experience for the members in your lodge? Absolutely. And, you know. And yes, brothers, you will have to pay your dues. Yes. <laughs> dues are dues. Please pay your dues. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, I had a, had a great chat with our uh, district deputy grandmaster, right, worshipful brother Al Dresser, recently, and we were discussing dues and, and uh, you know, just on a, on a whim, what, how, are, how are you seeing the COVID situation? Uh, worshipful brother Tellier, dues are due. <laughs> dues <laughs> are due no I think, matter what. <laughs> I think he said it well, and, and that, that's an excellent point, which is, obviously, there's tough times for, for some of the brethren, and we mm-hmm. need to care for our brothers and, and others. Uh, but if if you're in a position to pay, man, it's dues yeah. are due. Oh, yeah, and, dues and are due. There will be challenges ahead. There will. We've had a. We're going on a. We soon to be a whole year, right? And not too long. It's just yeah. around the corner, yeah. right? So I mean, you know, there'll be some challenges to make up for that time that we weren't uh, as active as we were in the past, right? You know, again, it's not a marathon, right? No. Or, sorry, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we should be coming in October having our elections. Yeah. Uh, or November, actually, right? Is when our elections here yeah. at the Rising Sun are... And being excited and preparing ourselves to take that next step to the next chair if you're an officer and whatnot. Um, we're already in discussions of, you know what? If we're not going to be here and all the officers including our current master has only had two months of that time well then we really want them to enjoy that experience too so uh, like the marathon we're looking at now preparing for our second year but what will that mean what will it look like again we're still on hang tight guys we want to really keep the health and the safety Mm -hmm. to all our members Um, and yes there are a, a vast majority where they're still on the older side and considered in the vulnerable side but at the same time you know we just got to be conscious and, about and that. i think being uh, that we are freemasons our faith in understanding the uh, the great architect of the universe and that everything is by his design that you know man plan, plans and god laughs right yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, right? Exactly. so uh, we have to take our time and what is meant to be will be and Absolutely. Uh, that's by his design and god's will to establish not uh, not ours and uh, we can be as as clean as we like but when the lord uh, calls us to the grand lodge above that's uh, that's, that's the way it goes the time, right? yeah well said now, I understand we may have a couple of questions that have uh, come through, or we are they might, not? We may have to do that next time. All right. Um, I know we had, <laughs> we, had, we had a pretty poor connection. Um, it, m- this may be a beautiful and historic building, but the service isn't that great. So. <laughs> oh. Wow. Wow. We'll try to adapt that. So we I don't think we get any service uh, in the basement there. Yeah, no. There were, uh, you have Wi-Fi in Uxbridge? I don't think so. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> well, I have a trivia question. 2026, I if think. If we want to spit that one out. Sure. And get uh, going. So our our uh, our latest sponsor, the Traveling Ambassador, mm. um, uh, we've got a trivia question, and you'll win a F3K pin if you can answer this question. Uh, might take a little bit of studying, maybe going Ooh. back into some of our old podcasts to get the answer. But uh, here we go. The question for the trivia, and you just got to. Uh, is it the first three uh, knocks at gmail.com? Is it? <laughs> the first three knocks at gmail.com. Right. I, uh, I don't think I have my, my music queued up here. Hold on, let me see. 
We might have to. Oh, know. this is a disaster. Oh, here we go. Oh, See, full on disaster. Warn- oh, that's it. Here, Hold a, a position. And I'm going to pull clock. a sucker now in a minute. Hold on. Here we go. I have a trivia clock. I don't have the headphones. I can hear. All right, hold on. We get, we'll restart that. All one right, okay, here we go. So, yep. Okay, so our trivia question, sponsored by the Traveling Ambassador, is: Where did Bert, our co-host, where did Bert Tellier first apply to become a Freemason? So again, you guys got to do a little bit of research. It might be in uh, one of our previous podcasts. It might just be in our bio on our website. I don't know where that answer is, but I'm sure you I guys will find it. I wouldn't even remember where to look for that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so again, if you answer uh, the first three knocks at gmail.com, I'm no longer spelling it because I get beat up every time I do. Um, so uh, you can Google it, I'm sure, and uh, it'll come up. But the first three knocks at gmail.com, first one to answer, where did Bert Tellier first apply to become a Freemason? win an f3k pin and i think now well you can just go to the website too we have a submission form to get in contact with us right there so there you go you don't have to spell it out and there you have it well done there's your question hey uh one one shout out i wanted to make on the show today in and uh in hopes of uh enticing a brother to join us Ah. is uh, the college of freemasonry Ah. Uh, i don't know if you guys saw this recently probably about a month ago um, Grand Lodge had put out an edict, I guess, through the College of Freemasonry that uh, they're offering some of their courses or modules for free. Yeah. And you just had to reach out to uh, Brother Rick Kadat to uh, get the modules and fill out the form, of course. He had a little bit of work to do, and, and uh, he'll send it to you. So I wanted to raise that for the brethren in, in uh, on, Ontario, at least, the Grand Lodge of Canada, the province of Ontario, that uh, that is a great piece of work and resource that we should be taking advantage of. So I wanted to highlight that and hope that we can get Brother Rick Kadad <laughs> to come on the show nice. and uh, share some of his great insight about the College of Freemasonry. Have well. you done any of the modules? Have you started any Well, I just signed up for oh. uh, esoteric studies uh, with that uh, first offer. So that is, that is, I've begun and uh, there's quite a few questions to work through and uh, it's it's quite interesting I really I really like it brother so, Dennis you must have started it or no I, I, I am registered but okay. I have not started no. <laughs> I feel like you would have been done it in like two weeks no <laughs> I think you wrote it <laughs> the jokers thanks but uh, yeah anything else we uh, was there anything I think that wraps we the did show the up I do have another lapel pin sponsor um, our, again, our show today was uh, also sponsored by uh, Brother Will Langless. Um, he's out of two lodges, Terrence Bay Lodge number 662 and Port Arthur Lodge number 499. Brother, again, thank you for your pin order and sponsoring this show. Thunder Bay. Thank you. Thank you. Couldn't do it without you. That's not where you uh, applied first to be no, Mason, is it? No, that wasn't it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this episode of The First Three Knocks. Happy to meet, sorry to part, happy to meet again.